It is my great pleasure to welcome you, dear listener, to this very special edition of the podcast, because if I may say so myself, Matt, I think this is one of the best episodes well, we've ever I mean, done. Yeah, we weren't blessed with great football fixtures, but I don't think it really mattered. I don't think that was a problem, because there's so much going on today that uh, we, didn't, we almost didn't need the football, did we? Well, yeah, I mean, we barely watched it. It's the, it's the bare truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many guests today. It's ridiculous. Well, the guests we've got today, we've got Tamsin Outhway, EastEnders legend, an Arsenal fan, joined us for halftime entertainment. And in terms of a football guest, one of the best. Yeah, Razor Ruddock, the man himself. And you get the full unedited version on the podcast as well. So uh, expect some, some strange outbursts. <laughs> <laughs> this this was too hot for radio, so we only played the first two or three minutes with Razor live on the show. So if you listen to the show and you've come to the podcast to hear the extended version, then you are in for a treat because this conversation takes numerous turns. Um, it's incredible. It's bizarre. But you know what? Just like some of these football matches have been better without the fans there... Not in terms of atmosphere, Ooh. obviously, but in terms of goals. Yeah. I think in a weird way, the podcast has been the same and the show's been the same, where the guests we're getting on and the stuff that's happening now... Right. I mean, we have a very special guest who we haven't named, and let's not give away the surprise. OK, yeah, yeah, But, yeah. oh, that's my true. God, I couldn't believe it when it happened. So... No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the people are this. being more candid. They're being more candid because they just think, oh, I'm just at, at home on my phone. And, and, you know, they, they're not so worried. They're not holding back. I mean, Razor Ruddock was certainly very candid. <laughs> yes, you are about to uh, experience <laughs> Razor Ruddock's full truth. Um, so, <laughs> pour yourself a cup of tea, get your favourite chocolate bar, curl up on the city, or... Uh, so where do you listen to podcasts, Dyson? I often listen when I'm driving my car, so uh, I just pop the old uh, the ear pods in and uh, listen when I'm driving. You know uh, what? So you could do that. <laughs> Slipping in a first and crank up the bass. Yeah, put your heated seats on and enjoy. Yeah, but not for too long, she might get piled. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be responsible for that. Brace yourselves, it's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Two early games, Watford leading 1-0 over Bournemouth in the Championship. And in the Premier League, it's West Ham 1, Manchester City 1. And of course, our weekend of football action got off to a cracking start last night with Nottingham Forest thumping Derby 1-1 for a famous victory. And it's live! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's an absolute thriller at the London Stadium. West Ham to Man City end-to-end -end, and City banging on the door for a winner here. Still over 12 or so minutes to go. I'm Matt Ford and you're about to hear Matt Dyson. Yes, hello there. I saw Antonio's goal. What an amazing uh, overhead scissor kick that was. Lovely. What, what was Foden's goal like? Oh, it was good. Kicked it, went in. Yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Expert oh, yeah, analysis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, always at this time. <laughs> but I always think that, you know, on, after matches where they go, take us through that goal, Stuart. And you're like, what is <laughs> yeah. he supposed to say? And they're showing yeah. the replay while it happens. Well, you know, the ball comes over to me and I've, yeah. I've hit it and, you know, the keeper's not got near it. And, yeah, it's a goal at yeah. the end of the day. That's the same thing every time, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, goals. kicked it. Yeah. It ended up going in the back <laughs> of the net, you know. <laughs> same as to say, you know, at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Sort of half a Stuart yeah. Pierce impression. It was very Stuart Piercey, I thought, yeah. Just the Stuart. I'll, I'll try and get the Pierce together for next week. Now, it is a <laughs> red-hot day of... Oh, mm -hmm. there might be a card here. Oh, oh, talk us through it. 
Um, someone's fouled someone, and the referees. I can I can reveal the referees getting involved. Well, well, it was a, someone's it was, come in. Someone has um, gone in on Sterling from behind. Um, oh I think he's going to escape a, a red. I think maybe a yellow. Okay. Anyway, there's a whole day of Red Hot Premier League action. We are on goal watch here because City got a free kick on the edge of the box, so it, we may well, kick off halfway through. Feel free to interrupt. Through. I yeah. will. Here we go <laughs> to preview today's Red Hot Premier League action. It's Matt Dyson. Yes, if you're craving some Craven Cottage action this afternoon and eager for some eagles, you're in the right place because the big three o'clock kickoff in the Premier League is the glamorous London derby match that everyone goes straight to when the fixture list comes out every season. Fulham versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> El Crapico. Good job we've got loads of guests lined up today. If this was uh, what they're going to dish up on a Saturday afternoon in the Premier League, makes Project B big picture or the breakaway super rich European Super League seem like a super idea. It can't get much worse, can it, than uh, Fulham versus Crystal Palace, certainly on paper and on a grey, wet and windy October afternoon. Talk the, the product ro- up, talk the, the product up. Sell, sell, sell. Don't go anywhere. The Roy Hodgson <laughs> Trophy. Uh, Roy Hodgson Trophy's at stake, of course, as his former club take on his old ones. Uh, uh, not quite the same ring to it as the Brian Clough derby, the wise old owl. Not doing quite as well in the charisma stakes as old Big Ed. Palace players Jordan Ayew well, and... He's still Jack- alive. He's still, yes, that's true. Yeah. something, you know, he's doing all right. <laughs> Jordan Ayew and uh, Jack Butland are self-isolating. Coronavirus-type symptoms, or, or do they just not fancy this fixture? Maybe that's what's put them off. At half five, Sir Marcus of Rashford takes a break from being an all-round hero and modern-day Robin Hood to play some football for a change. Some Premier League superstars use their downtime to host non-COVID-safe bunga-bunga parties at their mansions. <laughs> but he spent yesterday at a food bank. Also, Uruguayan Having goal a bunga machine. Bunga yeah, this is Gavani could make his Man United debut as they play Chelsea, who luckily for them have expensive calamity keeper Kepa Alithabalaga out with an injured shoulder. Then Liverpool play Sheffield United at eight. Oh. Henderson's relishing this one. Nice. Captain Jordan uh, looking forward to tearing into the increasingly blunt blades. We'll have mm. all the goals as they go in. Championship, Scottish, Premiership as well. All the goals as we head off on another bogus journey with us two wild stallions. Yeah. Let's rock, dudes. Uh, uh, let's also roll and and football. Oh, he's Excellent. almost there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tyson. Superb. Oh, mate. Oh, well, I never. You're kind of Thought like I wasn't going to make it. You're kind of like a football poet laureate. You've, you've got like a. <laughs> You, every Saturday you give us a kind of form of poem for the nation. Yeah, I'm a spoken word artist, that's right, yeah. You even said artist as well. <laughs> spoken word artist, you are, Matt artist, yeah, He's yeah, got an agent that. now, he's showing off. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you, rock and roll football. I've got to tell you, Manchester City are so close to getting a win... Oh. <laughs> a bit rude of them to not to let me know they'd finished. They certainly yeah. gave me the impression that song was over. <laughs> they Maybe. dropped a shoulder, didn't they? Sold you a dummy. They did. Yeah. Dangerous to drop a shoulder if you're playing electric guitar. Yes, yeah, that's true. Depending on which side the strap is on. But uh, you're listening to literal, tedious banter on Absolute Radio. <laughs> 
Oh, sit you so close. Sterling then in the box. Thought he was going to finish it. Uh, but uh, Ben Watson... No, not Ben Watson. He plays Watford. Uh, the rest of the had other <laughs> ideas. Um, so, text us on 8.12.15. It's the supporters club today. Why should we support your team in today's three o'clock kickoffs? We are more likely to back winners than losers. So, if your team is paying a fixture today at any level in the UK, we are more likely to support, it, uh, to support you and them. So, text us on 8.12.15. Dyson. Um, yes. Did you watch the game last night, Forest Hill? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't great, was it? Uh, I think we were lucky. we were quite happy to get the draw in the end. I think. Although I thought we could have got a winner. Yeah. Oh, we certainly had chances in the second half. Once Knockhart came on, he looks very good, doesn't he? he oh my! Well, so creative, whipping those balls, cutting inside. He'll be such a great player for us. But yeah, and I thought, well, you know, first five minutes, I thought, oh, we're starting quite well with two strikers up front for a change. But then it went downhill pretty quickly. But you know, a draw was a fair result, I'd say. And uh, the after... um, the Waghorn free kick. Oh well, that was a good free kick. It was sickeningly that. brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. When it went, uh, I yeah. sat there and went, wow. Yeah, I know. And it hit the crossbar, so it had that lovely noise. And you can hear it even more so in Doink. the empty stadium, can't you? A lovely thwack of the crossbar and in. Yeah, it was a good goal. But, you know, um, th- there were some positives to take from it for us, weren't there? Um, Lyle Taylor's off the mark, which is great. So, yeah, it was all right. But I love the way nor- that when you talk about it, and a lot of fans do this, you talk about it like a player would. I thought we dominated for yeah, parts of yeah, the second he period uh, <laughs> He needed that he need, He's been here for a while, not scored So he needed that, it's good for his confidence uh, Going into the next few games And it looks like, uh, yeah, Graben might be injured So yeah, it's great, great to see <laughs> <laughs> Text us on 8 12, 15. Why should we support your team in today's 3 o'clock kickoffs? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast With Matt Ford and Matt Dyson Vicarage Road, Matt Dyson. Oh, yes. Very late drama. <laughs> uh, five minutes so late, into didn't know about it. <laughs> You're right. I had to wait for my app to refresh to find <sighs> out. Uh, five minutes into injury time, Bournemouth with an equaliser. Uh, Watford were one up for most of the game. That's uh, quite a surprising end to that game. And it finished one all, didn't it, in the uh, the Premier League game, the early kickoff. West Ham against Man City. Antonio scoring early for West Ham and Phil Foden getting the equaliser. Absolutely. Very exciting. Now, Roy Keane is about to join us for Roy's Rants. All week, you've been tweeting us at RNR Football. Keep those coming in. Anything you would like to hear Roy Keane rant about, and it will be considered for next Saturday's show. So I shall hand over to Roy, or someone who sounds like him, we have to legally point out. And Matt Dice will now put your suggestions to him. You get the Roy ready and prepared. And uh, the first question today on Roy's rants comes from Joel, who's from uh, uh, some small, insignificant little town in in the East Midlands, uh, Derby. Uh, Wants to know. Dear, dear, dear. Yeah, I know, I know. I question whether to put that to you. We've got to do it now, but I don't like the sound of it. I know, I know. I'm sorry to do it to you. Um, Joel from Derby wants to know Roy's opinion on teenagers who wear a belt but still have their trousers halfway down their legs to look cool in inverted commas. I don't think it's cool at all. You know, if you're not first and foremost, it's not the it's not the only thing that drives me mad about modern attire. You know, you should be out in your Sunday best all the time. You know, you're eyeing you're eyeing a crease into your suit. You go out with your top button done up. You tie done nicely, neatly around your neck. You wear a jacket. You never wear a hat indoors. And you say good morning to the ladies. You let ladies through the door first. And you know, you say thank you to the driver when you get off a bus. 
Yeah, you know, all this stuff is linked. Yeah. You know, is yeah, it any yeah. wonder society's is it any wonder society's <laughs> crumbling when people are, Yeah, you're walking around with your trousers around your knees. I, I don't understand people <laughs> wanting to walk like a penguin. But I don't understand why that got cool. <laughs> it's not for me. I think you gotta go out wearing a full three piece suit. <laughs> Otherwise you're deeply disrespecting every other member. You're basically saying I'm opting out of society if you're not wearing a three piece yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Do you even iron a crease on your jeans sometimes? Don't be so stupid. <laughs> don't be so... Do you, have you been listening to a word I've said? Sorry, you oh, you don't wear jeans. Sorry, Roy, yes, Wear three-piece suits all the time. I have three-piece pyjamas that have a tie with them. <laughs> I'm fully suited at all times because the only way to respect society... You, you got to respect yourself before you can respect others. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I yeah, go to bed yeah. wearing... I polish my shoes before I wear them before I get into bed. It's almost like you're in the army, isn't it? It's very strict. It sounded like you taking a swig of a drink there and weren't expecting to have to talk like on the radio despite the fact that you got. Jeez. I really wasn't, man. Well, what, were you slapping... Well, it all what, in. what was I, biting into a chicken or something? I can hear no, your wet like a... chops slapping everywhere. <laughs> you're quite an intimidating character. It was, it was more of a gulp as I realised I'm getting into an argument with Roy. You know, mm. <laughs> I don't want any beef between us. Uh... Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm very good. I've had my ups and downs. We trials and tribulations, but I'm <laughs> Well, we've seen some there. of that. You were fantastic on Harry's Heroes. Um, yes. Not just for comedy and for sport and everything, but that amazing emotional conversation you have with Merce and, and with other members of the team. I mean, did, did you ever imagine when you first embarked on doing Harry's Heroes that, that it was going to lead to such high emotion? No, no, I, you know, it, you know, I was, I'm fat, need to lose some weight. But I, had, uh, I went for a checkup, like you know, you take your, you take your car in for a service. I went for a service with a doctor, found I had a, a really bad heart problem, and uh, it sorted straight away. So, you know, but uh, you know, after, after I think it was like three days after that, that argument with Merce, I was I was under the knife. So. He was dry at the time. I didn't arrive at the time. I didn't like me having to go in because he'd only, yeah, he'd stopped drinking for a month, you know, and he thought he'd do. So that's what that's what hurt me more. Because old, I was thinking, because you ain't drunk for a month, you're telling me not to drink. So it was that sort of that sort of reaction. But you know, it was true what he was saying. So we 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 made up and kissed, and we're friends again. But... Oh, good. Because it it just sets such an amazing example. You know, I think I think all of us at, at one point in our lives will be either in, you know, Mercer's position or your position, where either you're the mate who is perhaps yeah. enjoying themselves too much or you're the, or the mate who's having to tell the mate who's enjoying themselves a bit too much. And they're not easy conversations to have. No, they're not. You take, you take, when, when it's, when, when it's a close friend or a loved one, you take it as criticism. You don't take it as advice, you know. You think they're having a go at you, but they're, not, they're just giving you advice. But you That's take so it, true. Especially wrong. You, take, you take it the wrong way as criticism. You know, yes, what, 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 what I was doing, I think... You know, I found out I had my heart, that, that just stopped my heart, and then restarted, now I've got a pacemaker. So I'm, not, I'm on the mid, but I, I think the things with lads, I mean, you, you get your life in a routine, like, like Monday's a day off, isn't it? Tuesday, you go and play golf. <laughs> Wednesday night, you, know, you watch where you watch Shelly. Thursday, you, know, you go up shopping. Friday, you get on the get on the drink, you get on the last with the boys, Friday, didn't you? Yeah. Friday nights, fish and chip night, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Saturday nights with the family, have a, have a gamble, have a bet. On football, take away Curry with the wife and kids. <laughs> Sunday, get up, go and watch your mates play Sunday morning football. 
Get on the lash. It's not a bad life. It sounds right, great. Roast dinner, <laughs> kit, watching James Bond. Oh. <laughs> right. So that's the perfect week. week. <laughs> or, or, or Formula One. Depends if what time the Formula One. Or Formula... Oh, yeah. Formula One and James Bond are the same. The good at the start, good at the end. Anything in between, rubbish. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I had this routine, and then so I had, I had me uh, me operating on my heart about a week before COVID come in. So <gasps> I had, uh, I had the rest. The COVID was. I know it's been bad. It's been terrible. COVID. But it's been good for me because. In lockdown, I was—I did have the temptations of going out, so I lost—I lost my routine. Now, now my routine's quite boring, and but I've, I've had to look after myself. And anyway, it's—it's it's COVID's done well for me because uh, my heart's getting better and stronger all the time. So, oh, it's good to hear. It's really good to hear. Um, you're also talking about something else that is a bit of a taboo subject amongst fellas. You should talk about it more. Yes, yes. And well, I'm talking about the old, that's the old erectile man dysfunction. Sausage. The man, so, yeah, the man sausage. Um, I, I like. Yeah. To, I, I like to call it my chainsaw, to be fair, and huh? at the time, at the time before I knew I'd be a heart problem, the chainsaw was taking a bit, bit longer, bit, it took a bit longer to get started, if you know what I'm saying. Right, yeah. Okay. It, it, it's a bit more petrol to get him revved up, and... Don't put petrol on it. No, 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 I know, obviously, <laughs> don't do that, I'm saying. But, you know, you know what I'm coming from, it's, you know, you see... Um, oh, yeah. Upwards and upwards. It took a bit longer to get upwards and upwards. Right. And I thought, oh, no, I'm getting older, 52, it's my age. But it wasn't. It, it, all, come, it all stemmed from my heart, my heart disease. That's where it all stemmed from, because the blood wasn't flying around my body. <sighs> so I'm getting the word out there. If you have a bit of problem with the chainsaw or your winkle, <laughs> it could stem from the heart. So, so, you know, cause of that, you can't tell your mates you've got problems to take them out your life, can you? You can't tell your wife, your partner, your husband you, you, you got problems because they think that you don't fancy them anymore. Mm. And you don't want to go to the doctor in case it's a lady behind reception that asks what's wrong with you. So lads, lads don't like to talk about it. But if, it, if you have got that problem, please go get checked out. Ninety percent it could be heart, heart or, or, or blood pressure or something. It's not only you don't just lose your sexual, sexual. Try it overnight, so it's down to your heart and your blood flow. Just go and get checked out. That's my message. Well, it's a good message. I mean, I wonder, and it's good that it's someone like you that's delivering it. You know, no one doubts your uh, well, masculinity when, when they, you know, they, or they, your virility. They, 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 yeah. they found out, you know, and so good. And when they said about me, I've, I've been in a few semis, I've said it in my time, but I'll be this. Hello. But there is, there is, because. Also, you can't take the vitamin pill when you've got a bad heart. You can't take the pills. You know, yeah, I've, I've tried that to makes it the worse. Thing you There's this thing you put on your winkle. Right? It's, like, it's like a pump, okay? It, it sort of sucks itself to your body and you, and you put your winky in it. <laughs> oh, and, you, and you've got a pump of it. And you, and you <laughs> it pump, makes it longer. You yeah. pump your chainsaw and it, and it, and it, it, it returns to perfect. Now, it's, like the first time I used it, I was sat on my yeah. back and I thought I was in Trafalgar Square looking at Nelson's column. It was magnificent. <laughs> 
Loads of, loads of pigeons around it. Yeah, it was loads of, and a couple of lions. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> so wow. this? No pumpy, no humpy. <laughs> you know what? You always have a kind of catchphrase for the stuff. I remember, and I, and I go past it occasionally, and every time I go past this shop, I think of you, and it is the big red building on Gold Green Green Road. <laughs> the advert I see that Aye. shop so often and that advert is burned into my brain. Have you been in there? Have you are you on the larger are you on the larger are you still too small for a big red building? I think so, yeah. You you get a better suit for your loot. Yeah, a better suit for me loot. They don't call me razor for for me tar for me sharp <laughs> and he died, bless him, Mr. Mr. Gold, who, who was a governor, oh. he died a couple of years ago, Big Red Building, he was a lovely man. Oh, it's still there, it's still, it's still standing strong. So they're getting I mean, free, not, not only, hopefully there'll be a chemist next door that does the pump next to you get <laughs> yeah. and your pump in one go. It's a one-stop shop for your razor ruddock tour don't, of London. Don't, don't yeah. go to the Big Red Building for your pump. Don't get it mixed up now. Because they do say outside, it says from double XL to seven XL. So don't get mixed up. Oh no, crikey! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really would be blessed in the trouser department. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the message you've got to get from. Don't be afraid. If you've got if you've got problems with with your wink, you go see your doctor. It's, it's most probably coming from your heart. That is really, really good advice. Um, well, we've got your raise. Obviously, you, you played for some massive clubs in your time: Spurs, Liverpool, West Ham, Southampton. Uh, have you Mill been watching Wall, the? Uh, of Mill course, Millwall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, yeah. Crikey! I mean, there were loads: Millwall, Wellingborough, Whitworth. Um, oh yeah. Let's not forget well, that. I actually played for them. I done a dinner. I done an after dinner speak to them that I signed on for them, and they put in the paper that I signed. I must have signed up for hundred clubs. I'd get myself in so much trouble. I'd be fined by the FA in every county. Because I'm, I'm 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 signed up I'm signed up for about hundred teams across the country in the last ten years. But never played. Have you been watching the um, Amazon Prime Spurs documentary? No, I'm saving that. I'm just I'm just I'm just going through because I didn't know it was on. I'm starting Sunday. I'm on the Sunday. I'm starting. From oh, scratch, that's see? brilliant! Oh yeah, that's really good as well. Bits yeah. <laughs> pieces with the with the language is terrible, which is great. Yeah. It's a shame they didn't make one of these documentaries back in your day that you could have been on. Oh, there should, have, swear, there should have been a documentary about the Spice Boys. Remember the Liverpool White yes, Suits final? Imagine that in a documentary. It would have been amazing. Oh, God, if they had camera phones then, it would have been a great documentary. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's you must have been partying hard in those days. Hey, I didn't know Puppy No Humpy then, by the way. No. <laughs> <laughs> What a note to end it on, uh, Razor. It's been an absolute, it's been an absolute pleasure. Hey, lads, honestly, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Good luck to Matt. I know you're a Forest fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. But both of us what, are. We're both Forest fans. Ask you a question. What do you think? Now, Chris Ewan, what a man. What a loveliest man in football. Have you, have you met Chris Ewan or spoke to him? No, no, no. But we're both really excited that he's there. So, do you think he'll do well at Forest? I think he's one of the. He has got this. Through his, he's got Newcastle promoted, Fulham yeah. promoted, Brighton promoted, and someone else like Calvin got promoted. Everywhere he goes, he gets teams promoted. Yeah, he's one of the loveliest men in football. So I, I think you, uh, you've got a good, good manager there. He's the best, the best, the best that's out about. I'm, I'm really sure. 
Oh, yeah, fantastic. Well oh, mate, what a... But you, what you, a... you have a look at his career. You have a look at his career. He's unbelievable. He's his career. Yeah. Full of, Very I mean, full of Jamboni. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done fantastic. With, uh, it's yeah, really exciting amazing. having him there. Yeah. And you've got Derby this week, is it tonight? It's tonight, tonight yeah. yeah. Oh, where's it at? Forest. That's at Forest, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Jackson's time going. I'll yeah, tell you what, I remember you playing at... Take your mind off of things. I remember you playing at the City Ground. Um, yeah. It must have been early '90s, where you absolutely clattered Stuart Pearce, and there's a great yeah, photo it of it in the paper of you kind of, basically, sort of elbowing him out of the way, and he's just he's mid air as you've caught him on the chin. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what? He still hasn't. He won't let it go. <laughs> he won't let it go. We end up. He, all, all his career, he's trying to kick me. Then we end up at West Ham together. He's trying to kick me in train every day. If I see him now, he'll punch me in the ribs. I'll say, Stuart, we're in our mid-50s. Let it go. No. Oh, honestly, just let it go. He won't let it go. It was such a good photo. Do you know the one I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. I've got I've got six months in Pentonville for that challenge. <laughs> oh, oh Razor, I wish we could talk to you every week. <laughs> you can for a swap text in the post you can quality mate we'll have to do that yeah, yeah I've sent me pump on when I'm finished with it alright <laughs> oh, no thanks <laughs> no cheers Razor needed. cheers boys you're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast a song about Matt Dyson coming up the stairs <laughs> I had trouble coming by <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what my wife always sings. Yeah, yeah careful with that. Um, so, um, there is a poll. There is a Twitter poll going on on our Twitter feed, at R&R Football. Today is Wayne Rooney's birthday. Happy birthday, Wayne. Uh, last night, obviously, Derby played Forest and were humiliated 1-1 at the city ground. <laughs> the poll is, who is a bigger club? Derby or Forest? And the votes at the moment are 30% say Derby, 70% say Forest. So, so far... That's pretty conclusive, yeah. Yeah, I'm still annoying them at 30 percent to be honest, but um, <laughs> do get on there and uh, vote. Is there anything you would like to say in defence of Forrest to try and get that vote up a bit more, Dyson? Um, well, I mean, we haven't had a great start to the season, but, I mean, if it's in terms of, like, I which is the... It. I said vote for it, I said vote for it, not against it. Yes, no, I accept that we haven't had a great start to the season, but in terms of who's biggest and who's got the biggest history, I mean, there is no contest, is there? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So a vote for Forrest is the only vote. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to recreate the um, House of Commons. They you know they wave their order papers. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not very liking fair. that. You're very <laughs> realistic. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We have to pick a team now for supporters club. Dyson, um, some people say uh, yes. Darren Nugent says Coventry City. Uh, one decent fox says Baseford United. Thomas says Ilkeston Town. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Martin Christie on Twitter says it's got to be Pompey. Uh, you've got it's producer gone down well Will. With producer Will has a Pompey shirt and Pompey face mask. I'm not really sure. I think Sunderland aren't they one of the better teams in the division. They're ahead of Portsmouth in the table, certainly, and they're at home. I would say 
that was a, it's a crazy suggestion from Martin, to be honest. Maybe we should go with a team uh, that Razor Ruddock used to play for us in some capacity after we had him on earlier. Maybe it should be like a Millwall or a, or a Swindon, perhaps. Oh, Millwall. The way, I like Millwall. Millwall could be good. We never support Millwall, do we? Mill. It allows us to Mill. do that. Mill. Yeah, home to Barnsley in the Championship today. Um, it could could work out. They, yeah, they're sixth in the table. Barnsley are further down. It could work actually. They're in the relegation zone. Great, God, let's we're do open it. to offers. Millwall. <laughs> well, no, we've got to decide yeah. now, Dyson. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to go with Millwall in honour. Just of off the top of his head, all these texts we've had, we've involved the public on Twitter. It's just going to ride roughshod over the by the way, over, by the way, frankly, uh, the constitution of this country. <laughs> well, someone else said Charlton away at Northampton, which could be a decent suggestion from Simon. Could be, but or we don't just, know. And you're, it's yeah, up to you to I decide. Mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I, I'm not feeling it personally. And I just think uh, Razor Ruddock. If you ha- if you don't, if you don't listen to the full interview on the podcast, you're missing out because he talks about some things that I did not expect to hear a former Premier League oh, player talk about. We should have it said is that. Amazing. It's unbelievable yes. what he talks about. He talks very frankly about uh, <laughs> a part of his body. Let's leave it there. <laughs> yeah, he calls um, it a chainsaw. So it's insane. Leave it. insane. Leave it there. Right. But today we're on Millwall. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. An early goal for Portsmouth away at Sunderland, which producer Will here is very excited about. He's got his Portsmouth mask on, his Portsmouth shirt, his Portsmouth thong. He's really turned out. (laughs) (laughs) Really turned out today. I don't know why he's not wearing trousers, but there you go. That's what these Pompey boys are like. Um, Now, Theo Walcott is back at Southampton. Which is nice when players end up back at their original clubs. There's something romantic yes. about that, particularly when yeah, they've gone nice. on to bigger and better things. But to I bookend to... their careers, yeah. Exactly, yes. Um, I have to say, the thought of going back to an old workplace is the sort of thing... I used to have a recurring nightmare about it, that oh. I would wake up in an old job and be like, oh, well, how come I'm back here? Oh, no. No, <laughs> yeah. I used to yeah. be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not meant to be working uh, in here. Yeah, oh, that would be horrible. Or I used to like have nightmares that I was I'd gone back to live in like the childhood home or something like that. I'm like, no, what? You know, just those sort of anxiety about going back. So I don't know if you have, but text us on eight twelve fifteen if you have any recurring nightmares, because I know talking about dreams is a bit tedious, but I think talking about nightmares is a lot funnier. <laughs> Because yeah. it's scary. You know what? I used to love having a nightmare because I'd wake up and then real life was better. Ah, uh, yes, that's it. You wake up and you're happy. You've got a spring in your step for the whole day, haven't you? Exactly. So, I'm not on trial place... for double murder. I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've only got where to work with Matt Dyson. You used, to, you used to work. It's, it's a bit of a sentence that. Yeah. Where, where, where was it you used to work that you didn't want to go back? A little old, so a, little old a little old thing called the Labour Party, but the less said the better. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, oh yeah. satire. Only oh, joking, oh. darling. Don't worry. <laughs> now, Dyson, do you have any recurring nightmares? Oh well, uh, I read the news for many years and. Many newsreaders suffer from a recurring anxiety dream of uh, what I would do is it would be the news jingle is playing. You've got seconds until you're about to start. Then suddenly all the screens in front of you go blank (gasps) and you have nothing to read out. And then it goes, the news bed stops. You have to speak. You have to say the news and you have nothing in you to say and you can't speak. It's just horrible. Absolute worst nightmare scenario. Oh, I love that. 
I think it has happened to me in the past, like the computer sort of crashed and I've just, because I'm such a professional, I'd just be like, oh, my computer's crashed. Uh, I'll come back, <laughs> come back to me in about three minutes. <laughs> oh, the, only, the only other alternative is to just say, there is no news today, you know, like they used to do on the BBC in the, years ago. There is There's no, no news. news there is no news today. Sorry, come back tomorrow. <laughs> well, we are talking about nightmares. Text us on 8, 12, 15. If you have a recurring nightmare or, you know, if there are any memorable weird nightmares talking of nightmares producer Will was delighted yeah. a second ago Sunderland have just equalised oh, oh, it's, it's <laughs> this link long... has been one self-contained nightmare uh, supporting Portsmouth is one long recurring <laughs> nightmare isn't it <laughs> kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast a goal in the Premier League in the game that Matt Dyson was slagging off. <laughs> yes, it's exciting after all. And Gyro Rildewald won't need any un- unemployment subsidy from the government for a while, yet his job is safe. Uh, he has scored for Crystal Palace. They are 1-0 up at Fulham after eight minutes. Already one all in the Championship as well between Norwich and uh, and Wickham. Uh, very exciting, that game. And Stoker 1-0 up against Brentford as well. At Queen's Park 2-0 up against Albion Rovers in Scotland already. Oh, goals. Early it goals. Turns out having fans in stadiums is terrible for the football we were watching. <laughs> Maybe we're the problem? Mm. Hashtag? Wow. Blackburn 1 yeah, 0 up away at Coventry. Yeah. Goals flying in everywhere. Yeah. Nothing for Millwall as yet, but that will be coming. Don't worry. Millwall uh, will come through against Barnsley. Now, we're talking about recurring nightmares after Theo Walcott has gone back to his old workplace, which for me is a recurring nightmare. I used to have a recurring nightmare in my early 20s that I had murdered my best friend and forgotten about it. And I would be in a pub and someone would go, where's Borley? And I'd go, oh. And I'd remember, I'd be like... Oh, God, I killed him. Oh, oh God. I killed him. Oh, wow. And I go, wow. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like... <laughs> I don't know where he is. Not yeah. seen for ages. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is... What? I realise this is That's pretty dark for Saturday afternoon family dark. radio. But, um, um, does Borley know about this? Well, I haven't seen him for a while. <laughs> oh, no. What no, a way to fine. confess he is to alive. a crime. Borley is I'm alive. Don't worry, Borley is alive and well. He's a good man. Wow. But, I mean, if you can beat that, text us on 8, 12, 15. They don't have to be as dark as that. They could just be recurring. <laughs> there were other ones where I, I dreamt like I was at war in Afghanistan and stuff like that. Have you ever had that? Ooh, war dreams. Wow. No, I haven't. Sort of taken no. hostage and put in a boot, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, wow. That's it. You're so relieved when you wake up, aren't you? That's the amazing thing about them. Exactly. I hate the dreams where you think, oh, I've scored the winning goal for Forest at Wembley or for England, yeah. and then you wake up and it's your normal life. You're like, yeah. this life uh. I've been given is rubbish. <laughs> Whereas, you know, if you do think you're on trial and then you wake up, you're like, this is great. I love rising damp and mould. <laughs> anyway, Texas on 8, 12, 15... <laughs> Tell us about your recurring nightmares. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, Portsmouth were 1-0 up against uh, Sunderland. They're now 2-1 down. No? 2-1 up? No, they're winning. Oh, they're I'm so up. sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. So, I get very confused. <laughs> they're, they're on fire. They're looking at my old age. Now, we're talking... It... Oh, go on. No, I just feel like we maybe should have backed Pompey, actually, in hindsight. Instead so of... Their maybe. game sounds a bit more exciting than the, the Millwall game, but yeah. Millwall are currently drawing nil-nil at home to Bansley. Aye, aye. We're talking about recurring nightmares. Text us on 8, 12, 15 about your recurring nightmares. Some absolutely amazing ones have come in, including one, Matt, from Kirsty. 
Yes, she says, as a child, my dad used to go away for business. And when he went, I always had recurring nightmares that he was on a conveyor belt with bananas, which were being chopped in half. (gasps) Sort of Wallace and Gromit type. uh... Terrifying image. Yeah. Wow. Those poor bananas. I know, yeah. I don't know why they were being chopped in half on this campaign. No, it's not their fault, is it? While, why he was one, but it's just... It's worries. It's worries about your father's safety, I suppose, isn't it? You know. But, you know, it's, it's just... you know. But it's also a nightmare about what we as human beings do to bananas. You know, there are people out there... Yes, that yeah, that, yeah. That, that Put them in Preach. their mouths. Yeah, I know, and eat them, yeah. yeah it's sickening, sickening. That said, uh, if you do have something more sickening to share, text us on 8 12 15. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. What a weird thing to have on the back end of a song. There you are. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It is halftime across the UK, which means it's time for halftime entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the halftime entertainment. Well, last week we had Ricky Ross from Deacon Blue. Today we are delighted to be joined by one of Britain's greatest actors, an absolute star, Arsenal fan, Tamsin Outhway. Tamsin, welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me on. Oh, we're delighted to have you on. We're all big fans of you here, and of course you're you're a big fan of Arsenal. Um, I am. Do you remember your first... I, mean, I, do feel a bit, I feel a bit of a fake fan at the moment, because I used to be a season ticket holder, and I used to go religiously. But um, oh, I just on Sundays. <laughs> but I, I suppose at the moment no one is going to football, so I guess we're all in the yeah. same boat there. Um, yeah. So who was the first player that was your idol? Well, so I remember the days of like Liam Brady, Chippy wow. Brady. Uh. So, like, it was an Arsenal house, house and um, Liam Brady, Malcolm and McDonald. Mm. Yeah, um, and. I, I suppose it was those days, really. But my my glory days that I always think I still think this is our team is like Ian Wright. Yes. On, on, oh, my, yeah. my dream team of Henri Campbell, Vieira, <sighs> Lee Dixon, Ray Parler. I mean, it must um, have been amazing as well because that's when you were becoming really famous at that point, like a massive star on EastEnders. So <laughs> your career was going great. Your football team were going great. It must have been it must have been the time of your life. Yeah, they were glory days, weren't they? I mean, yeah. Was it late 90s? I should imagine, yeah. I mean, it's a shame now because I don't really... I mean, I still think Arthur Wenger is the manager. (laughs) (laughs) When I see Arteta, you know, I just go, what? Who's that? Oh, yeah. So I haven't really kept up well enough and I do feel a bit like, you know, why is... George Graham not there. The thing is, you're, you're, but you're doing better than Arsenal now. You're in a new drama called Ridley Road. Has that started filming oh, yeah. yet? Yes, we've started filming. It's in Manchester, all set in the 60s, swinging 60s in London. Amazing. Um, about a young Jewish girl and about the fascists in those times. And it was... I mean, we, I've only filmed a little bit and I've got the rest of mine to do December time when I'm playing like a hairdresser in the middle of... Uh, Soho, who's you know got massive hair and the love <laughs> Barbara, and loosely in my head, based on Barbara Windsor, that kind of character. Uh, sort really, of, what, but yeah. what sort of Barbara? Like Barbara Windsor at the Queen Vic, or Barbara Windsor Carry On films? Uh, oh gosh, there's a whole load in between that as well. Yeah, yeah fair uh, point. I yeah. would say, but slightly more Barbara Windsor Carry On. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> carry on fighting fascism, the, uh, the, the carry on film they should have made. Absolutely nothing like Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> the now, Matt Dyson has a personal connection to you, Tamsin, through his wife that he's now going to explain. So I hope we're not ambushing you. Well, no, this is quite weird. It's quite weird, and you probably don't remember, but I told my wife that you were coming on the show t- uh, today, and she said, oh... I once sold Tamsin Althway a bin, and and then it got right. Right, okay, right. This happened at a shop in Crouch End called Arcabaleno, Right. Yes. Apparently, you you came in, brought a Brabantia bin, and on your way out, it got damaged in the door. Right. And so the the owner said, "Oh well, we'll swap it for a new one." And then you took the new bin home, and the dented bin. Katie, my wife, was given it. They said, well, we can't do anything with this dented bin. So she got your old bin. <laughs> and, oh, uh, and she remembers it for, for, to this day. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't remember the actual bin story, but yes, Crouch End, that all sounds quite... <laughs> you remember the shop, yeah. though, yeah, yeah. But is, she in, is, that, is that shop still open? Uh, no, no, I I I'm not sure it I is. To be fair, no, no, no. It wasn't. And there wasn't any. There was no suggestion that it was your fault. And you were very nice to everyone involved. It was the door's fault. The door shut. The door shut on you as you were going out. And, and you imagine oh. you're carrying a big bin out, and the Actually, door, the door I, dented I, I the bin. I remember it now because I fractured my yes. hip at the same time. The door hit oh. my hip. No way. Oh, really? Seriously? Oh no. Yes. So accident at work. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's blame, there's a claim. Come on. Well, back yes. I'll, I'll be back at that shop tomorrow. I remember that. What year was it? Oh, I don't actually know. It was a good. Uh, it was a good ten, fifteen years ago. Perhaps it was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, long time ago. But uh, she said oh, you were lovely. Send her my love. I will do, yeah. Sadly, we haven't got the bin anymore. No, we haven't got it anymore. We've we've, we've been through many bins since then. But yeah, I just thought, yeah, I just thought I'd share it with you. I love a story like that. Tamsin, I'm so sorry that this was meant to be about football and your new telly show. We've ended up talking about the time you fractured your hip on a bin. This is certainly feel bad about bringing that memory back. Yeah, oh I didn't actually fracture my hip, and I'm really sorry about this. Oh, thank God. <laughs> good, good, good. Phew. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. You're right there, Dyson. <laughs> yeah, yes. So you're sort of yes. grunting along. Try to be breathing, to be honest, for That's that one. That's nice. Um, yeah. We're about to hand over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Before we do that, we should tell you that our game Ooh. today was supporting Millwall. Millwall went 1 0 down at home to Barnsley on the stroke of half time and then managed Ooh. to get an equaliser in the 47th yes. minute. Two minutes into added on time at the end of the first half. So they're keeping their dream alive. It's time to hand over now to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Uh, thank, you, uh, thank you very much, Matt and Matt. Jim, wait here in the Mace Sports News, don't you dare. And the Mace Sports News Centre, don't forget, you can email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk and tweet us at RR Football. Any of your personal sports news stories from the week. We start this week with news from somewhere called Nottingham, where Joe Holman's three year old son has announced it's his intention to play football professionally. Details are thin on the ground at the moment as to what position Mr. Holman's son wants to play. However, it has been revealed that his backup career would be fireman. My Sports News did reach out to Nottingham Forest to comment on the rumours he's 
their next big signing, but so far we have heard nothing. Over to you, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Uh, unlike your parking in the staff car park today, Jim. Uh, Sorry, what are you on about? Massive. Your massive Bentley uh, straddling two spaces. But it doesn't, doesn't seem like it bothers you. The big man on campus, you can do what you like. But hold on a second. Let me just make something absolutely clear at the moment. This sort of politics of envy that you've brought, I presume you're a member of a trade union or something, because well, you yes, talk like some sort of yeah. unreconstructed Marxist in the Eastern Bloc. <laughs> Jealous of a guy. Let me tell you, I've been in this game a lot longer. I, I will forget more than you live alone, love, right? I, I, don't forget that. Okay, so I've had to scrap my way out of Glasgow to get that Bentley. I was handed it, by the way. I, know, I heard just... about you going to private school on daddy's money, so read the uh, auto cue. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Yeah, you know, he works very hard for that money. It's not a problem. Well, you did. Um, but, you know, yeah, I've shared the picture anyway on, on Twitter, one of those Twitter feeds. Ah, what are you so done? You'll, you'll see it. You'll Jeez. see it eventually. I mean, you know, but the bosses won't say anything, you know, I know how it is. That's fine. I'll just move on. I'm, I'm being told in my to, to move on. I'm being told to move on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't criticise the main talent on there. Yes, I know. I know. Sorry. Moving on. We're hearing that Brian McGuigan from Cardiff has completed three keepy-uppies with a bread roll that he dropped on the floor while making a bacon sandwich. Uh, while my sports news are usually against any kind of food waste, we do feel uh, football skills are a good way to use food once it's gone bad. Congratulations, Brian. Back to you, Jim. Thanks very much. Don't forget, you can tweet us at Aaron Football, email us football at Absolute Radio. I, I think it's very important for our viewers and listeners at home to know this show cannot become some sort of platform or notice board for our work grievances. <laughs> uh, I'm too professional to do that. I'm certainly too professional, Natalie, to suggest to you that the next time you use the toilet, you should flush after you've lo- used it. <laughs> <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Don't want to gossip, but uh, Jim White and Natalie were really arguing then in the car park. I know. God, I didn't know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> Awful, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear. Thanks, <laughs> It's really oh, sort of gone, yeah. a, gone in a weird direction over the last few weeks. <laughs> I don't know that got on so well. Last season, there wasn't a, there wasn't a hint of any sort of uh, anger between them, but now it's all coming out. Talking of anger, Crawley Town manager, um, John Yems. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love this. We're about to play you this interview, this post-match interview he did in the week. Now, I think, I think what's really important is to remember, I think the question he's asked is just a really straightforward, simple question. Nevertheless, this is his reply. There's a few people in the second half, John, who sort of raised their eyebrows a little bit at, at Max Waters coming off, given that he got the goal and uh, caused so many problems in the first half. Was that a, a tactical issue or was he still trying to gain more match fitness? Do you think I give a monkeys of what people think <laughs> the decisions have been made? So just that's our decision when we made that. So people that think that they want to ask, just have a look at how the boy was running, for starters. So it's a ridiculous question. We decide when people come off the pitch. We don't care what people say in the stands. They mind their own business. What? Because he's not saying... A bit of an overreaction. It's not like he said what you didn't. He's going, oh, was it, was it a tactical switch or whatever? Like, mind your yeah. own business. Yeah, I hate it when managers get so angry like that. I know they probably just come off out of the off the game and they're still a bit pumped up, but when they get angry because they have to answer basic questions, it's like that's part of the job. You have to talk to the media, unfortunately, to deal with it. And also, what they forget is you're talking to the media, but really, it's the fans who are listening. 
Yeah. So the media is just asking questions on the fans' behalf. So when the fans are like, oh, why is he taking him off? He's like, oh, mind you, I'm busy. It's that me who comes yeah. off. We know you're in charge. Me. No one is threatening your masculinity. Yeah. We know you're the boss. <laughs> we so are just weird. asking, why did you bring that guy off after he was playing someone? <laughs> just, you know, it seems really harsh. I mean, it, the questions weren't that hard, were they? No. I mean, they were quite basic, you know, sort of like, you know, what, what's your favourite biscuit or something? Like that, you know. <laughs> Go on, do another. Hey, well, I just people just wondering like why you, you favour brightly coloured socks. Don't uh, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favourite colour? Don't mind your own business. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast today? Don't mind your own business. <laughs> oh, he's an angry John, man. I've got to say, we've all been on lockdown. Any box sets you could recommend? Don't mind your own business. He's <laughs> <laughs> still doing Zoom quizzes, John. Don't mind your no. own business. <laughs> John, I'm thinking of a new TV show. It's where um, childminders try and launch a new business. I- I'm just trying to think of a title <laughs> for it. Any yeah. ideas? Don't mind your own business. That's really helpful, actually. <laughs> Cheers, mate. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Another goal in the Premier League in the game that Matt Dyson was slagging off. <laughs> yes, uh, another goal for Crystal Palace as well. Poor old Fulham. I mean, they might, they're almost at the stage where they might as well just give up on this season already. <laughs> I mean, they, they are so nailed on for relegation. But they're 2-0 down Hello to now. all our listeners uh, in West London. <laughs> in we Fulham do love area. you. <laughs> Zaha set up the first. He scored the second. He's having a lovely old day. He's just uh, straight to home under Ari. Viola, the uh, the Fulham goalkeeper, uh, another another boob from him. Oh, and, dear. Uh, yeah, and uh, Palace are two 0 up. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the moment you said that, I knew. I thought he's either going to do a joke about garlic dip or he's going to go full nipple. And what a surprise! What a surprise! Which one you chose? Sorry, I've made a tit of myself again, haven't I? Yeah. Filth. Now. We've been getting emails. I mean, we're talking about recurring nightmares. I'm currently living in one way. You're just sort of <laughs> spurting out <laughs> profanities live on air. And we've had some incredible messages about recurring nightmares, Dyson. Yes, uh, one really genuinely scary tweet from someone uh, called Bilbo Bakewell. Real says, name? When I was a kid... <laughs> yeah, well, it seems unlikely. Uh, when I was a kid, I loves Lord have... of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to have a recurring dream. I was in a wood holding a shiny sphere in front of my face. I could see my house behind me reflected in the sphere and someone moving behind me. I could never see who it was, but I could hear them whispering my name and cackling. You know what I take from that? You know the lesson I get from that as a dream analyst? You've got to face your spheres. Hey! I said, (laughs) is there a delay on this line? Oh, God. (laughs) Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Goals flying into the championship. Stoke City 3, Brentford 1, Blackburn Rovers winning 3-0 away at Coventry. So many of these Particularly Coventry Blackburn would have been a Premier League fixture in the 94-95 season as Blackburn were on course to win the league. Now, earlier this week, I was sat at home watching the news. I have the news on all day when I'm at home. Mm. And I heard on BBC News, they say, oh, coming up next, Matt Dyson. And I guessed it wasn't (laughs) our Matt Dyson, but I thought, I'll get a funny picture of this Matt Dyson. I looked at the screen and... 
there on the screen was not just a guy called Matt Dyson, but a guy who looked like Matt Dyson. Same haircut, same glasses, same beard. I'm delighted to say we have tracked him down. <laughs> and joining us now, live on the air, alongside a real Matt Dyson, is another Matt Dyson. Other Matt Dyson, welcome to Rock and Roll Football. Oh, thank you very much, Matt. Yeah, and hello, Matt Dyson. <laughs> hello, Matt Dyson. Hello. How are you? Like an echo. <laughs> this is so weird. It is. Um, yeah, so, wow, that's bizarre. Can I just ask other Matt Dyson, have, have you ever been told that there's another Matt Dyson out there that's on the radio and stuff? Well, my wife um, stalked me before we uh, got together and uh, nice. she used to look on, online for Matt Dyson's and spotted the other Matt Dyson and um, thought oh. he looked very nice. Wow. Oh, oh, well, great. what a twist. Uh, <laughs> 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 to a Matt Dyson that looked like Matt Dyson. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. I mean, Sorry, go on. Go on. I was just going to say the reason you were on the news is you've because you've invented a product uh, that I actually use in another strange twist, and I've used on my child's buggy, the rocket. Yeah, yeah. So the rocket, yeah, fits on any pram or stroller and gently rocks it for you. So um, tired mums and dads don't have to. This is incredible. Yeah, yeah. How much you've got in common. So, so Matt, Matt Dyson, other Matt Dyson, tell us where are you from and what team do you support? Well, a, a family originally from West London, so I'm a QPR fan, I'm afraid to say. No, that's OK. Um, but that, that, that was, you know, back in 78 when I was choosing my team, um, the likes of Jerry Francis and Stan yeah. Bowles, you know, the glory oh. days. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, but I now live um, in uh, Somerset. Oh, lovely part of the world. Oh. So, what year were you born, Very Matt? Nice. Uh, so I was born in 68. So I'm a little bit older, I think, Matt. No, no. No, you oh, look younger. Yeah. No, you look younger than me. I know, that's true, actually. That's what I thought it was a bit unflattering, the comparison for you, Matt. But you're what you're you're nine years older than me. You look yeah. very good on it, I must oh, say. Thank you very much. <laughs> Is that because as a child you were placed in a rocket rocker that kept you not only safe, but actually benefited your long-term health? Absolutely. Yeah, more sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so other Matt Dyson, yeah. are you, are you going to follow our Matt Dyson's career from now on? Well, I'm hoping so, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all up for replacing him, really. Yes! yes! Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. So many of our yeah. listeners have said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I think that would be quite good. We could do an exchange. I could, like, become an inventor for a week and you can come on rock and roll football. Yeah, good yeah. luck with that bit, mate. Um, <laughs> other Matt Dyson, when COVID is over, it would be great to get you in here if you'd be up for that. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. this is so oh, exciting. This is so good. I can't wait to meet the like other Matt Dyson. Yeah. It'll be yeah. like, what? <laughs> looking yeah. in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Matt, this has been such a treat. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks, guys. And, thank uh, you. I look forward to popping and saying hello. Good luck with the rocket rocker. Take care. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, Matt Dyson. <laughs> Dyson, how strange was that for you? That was really... This whole show has felt like a weird recurring nightmare. Well, <laughs> I was, I was, you know what? I was going to prank you then and say, up next we've got Matt Dyson's wife. <laughs> <laughs> that would top it off. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Blackburn now winning 4-0 away at Coventry. Gallagher drilling it in inside the box and then just nonchalantly walking Amazing. away. Stuart Pearce-esque. We're talking about recurring nightmares. Some incredible messages here, Dyson. 
Yeah, um, one here says, uh, I used to install computer networks around Europe. I still have dreams where I'm uh, I'm abroad at an airport and can't find my passport or wallet and sometimes my clothes. So, oh, it's a heck of a... <laughs> did not see so, that coming. So naked with no passport <laughs> at check-in is one a hell of a horrible nightmare. Hello, that one, wow. I mean, it wasn't mundane, but it was fairly kind of work-a-day as a nightmare until that point. Yeah, yeah. I wake up really sometimes and I can't find that DVD and it really bugs me because I'm naked and there's a man with an axe in the room. Like, Whoa, that bit should have come first. Naked at an airport. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, imagine having to go through security. Oh, uh, yeah, it'd be quite easy, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pop that through the scanner, Walt mate. straight through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always put this through the scanner, <laughs> Yeah, so don't put oh, it in the I'm tray. Joking, don't no, put it in please! The tray. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Late drama in the Premier League, Matt Dyson. Yes, well, it looks like a consolation goal for Tom Kearney five minutes into injury time for 10-man Fulham, who had Kamara sent off a few minutes ago as well. Uh, It's 2-1 to Crystal Palace and time's almost up at Craven Cottage. In the Championship as well, Stoke were cruising to 3-0 victory and pegged back 3-2. Very late goal for Brentford, setting up a yeah. grandstand finish there. Pompey, who producer Will really wanted to, su- oh, to support it, won yeah. 3-1 uh, against Sunderland, who were reduced to 10 men. And Millwall, what's going on there? It, well, it's one all. it's finished one all. So not a defeat for the Rock and Roll Supporters Club, uh, Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, but, you know, quite good. Uh, Reading at the top of the league, uh, the Championship, with uh, a 3-0 win against Rotherham. Uh, Mayte getting two of the goals matey boy yes matey he does very well doesn't he yes matey he does indeed fun day of football what a day we've had Tamsin Althwaite Razor Ruddock and two Matt Dysons (laughs) we'll see you next week you're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast well the only show in the world that brings you two Matt Dysons just amazing. I mean, that was so weird, uh, speaking to the other Matt Dyson. I can't believe he's so much older than me, because he does look younger than me. I must have had a really hard life, you know. I tell you what, I don't know what he's been doing, but it's working for him. Dyson, I know we joke about this stuff. You look really good on your age, by the way. And obviously, like for, for, for radio bants and all that sort of stuff, I've got to say, no, this older guy looks way younger than you, but you no, look fantastic. Does. And I've got but to he say... looks great. But I really want to say this because I know we banter a bit uh, and I'm probably a bit harsher on you than you are on me. You're one of the most wonderful people I've ever met. Oh. Well, you are well, such well. a good man. You really are. Oh, well, that's very nice of you to say so for what wait, I'm waiting for the but. No, there's no <laughs> but. Genuinely, no I think but. I should tell you because sometimes I think, oh, we've done the banter and stuff, but you are such a good man. And I got on with you from the moment I met you and I think that's really oh. rare in life. Well, this is very nice, isn't it? This and you are, and I think the listeners to the show will know, and people who listen to you on The Breakfast Show and people who knew you from before, from Radio X and Century FM or whatever, will know. Um, you are really rare in this line of work as just a thoroughly decent man who is very modest about his own r- deep talent. You are an exceptional broadcaster, and you're also oh, a very God. good man. I'm being serious. Wow. This is amazing. Wow. Yeah. This, this feels like a eulogy. Oh, this is great. Oh, yeah, I'm about okay, that. though. Yes. Uh, I thought we should here. end the still podcast still on a big finish, so you are going to be cremated. But uh... <laughs> Oh, mate. Well, the feeling is mutual for you. What a, what a loving this has turned out to be. Oh. But seriously, I think, you know, sometimes you should just tell people, shouldn't you, if you're 
We don't often well, tell our mates yeah, okay, yeah, compliments, yeah. Well, you know, but true. you are, you're really well, talented. You are, but I just think about this so often, actually. Like, you're really talented and you, and you just wear it so lightly. You, 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 well, you're a very special person. Well, well God, well, this is amazing. This has turned into a real, uh, a real day of, of saying things that blokes don't say to each other, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, um, um, speaking of which, um, I can hook you up with one of those uh, pumps that Razor Roger talking about. I've got like a 50% discount code if you want 40. <laughs> yeah, go on then, yeah. Um, right, usually we talk about our hooligan element at this, but it would, it would feel kind of weird after being so touchy-feely, so uh, we'll have a tear up next week with the R&R Ultras, but uh, for now... Stay safe. Layers. Rock and roll football. Podcast done.